Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. What is happening, my friend? So happy you're here. I've got such a great, great episode for you. I'm like so excited. I can't even tell you. We are going to talk about your unconscious declaration. Oh, isn't that just so brilliant? Your unconscious declaration. It's like your manifesto at the unconscious level. It is unaware to your consciousness. You know how there's people that have their manifestos up. I have one for sovereign leadership. So if you ever join my program, then you'll know what I'm talking about. And that's clear. It's direct. It is conscious. We are intentional in our focus and our energy that we want to produce. So it's a manifesto. It is our declaration on what we expect from this program, what we expect from ourselves and who we are becoming because of the work we're doing in sovereign leadership. And so when you think of your unconscious declaration, it's something you are declaring that is unconscious to you at this point. Until now, my friend, until now, because now we're going to bring it to light. I love this topic so much. I actually heard a psychotherapist who I follow on Instagram talk about the unconscious declaration. And she's a psychotherapist for women who have left very traumatic and toxic relationships. And these are women who have suffered through codependency, um, through child abuse, child trauma, and they wind up in these very, very toxic relationships with a partner. And so she helps them through all of these uh, learnings from these relationships. So what I want to do is take this idea of your unconscious declaration to our space, right? To what you are wanting to declare at the conscious level, right? Because right now it is unconscious, it is unaware to us. And as women leaders, I, I dedicate all of our trainings to developing your mindset, to really giving you the tools to really find out what's in the inner workings of your mind, right? The dark spaces of your unconscious mind. Because remember, our conscious mind is where we are using it to make decisions. It's our it's called our executive decision maker. It's the prefrontal cortex. It's where we practice decision making. This is where we are engaged in learning. This is where we are actively learning and solving for problems. But at the unconscious level is where our beliefs are held, our values are held, our emotional, um, our emotional loops are held, our physical habits are held. And so at the unconscious level, this is where everything's automated. It is automatic. You have grooved some very smooth neural pathways. And so these are the learnings that we want to bring to the light, which is into the conscious part of our mind so that we can work on those things that have been impeding our success and our growth. And so when we are wanting to pull forth these urges, these desires, these needs that we've buried, right? we've buried them in the darkness, we want to bring them to light because we want to declare for ourselves what we want to change, what we want to modify, what we want to add, what we want to remove in our lives. 
And this is how we get to declare for ourselves what what is best for us, what is best for our family and for our, our communities and organizations. And so this is the idea of the unconscious declaration, your unconscious declaration. You know, I help so many women uncover for themselves things that are missing, things that don't feel right in their lives. You know, it could be not feeling right in their bodies. It could be not feeling right in a leadership role. It could be not feeling right in a relationship. You know, because so many of us, especially high achieving women like us, we sacrifice ourselves. We sacrifice our bodies, our health for career. We sacrifice intimacy and closeness with our lovers, with our partners for success. We sacrifice not having children, right? We put that on the side or we tell ourselves that there's no time for that. There's just no way we can do that because I, I'm on track to to be in the C-suite very soon. So we're going to put that on hold. And then when the day comes where where you've reached 40 years of age and you're like, wait a minute, now I want to have kids, which is what happened to me. I really sacrificed so much of my of myself for my career, for my education. And for me, there was unconscious urges and desires that were unmet. And every time I would get an insight and every time I'd have, you know, a glimmer of my intuition presenting itself to me and into my, you know, my consciousness, I would say, no, 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 no. Brain, you're, you're telling me a story, put that aside. I'm too busy. I'm too busy, you know, climbing Mount Everest. I cannot stop to have children. No, 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 no. Or I would, you know, regurgitate something that happened in my childhood and then I would tell myself, no, 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 no. Wow. You know, you had a screwed up childhood. Look at all that trauma. You're going to screw up these kids. You cannot have them. So put that aside. We're still climbing Mount Everest. So that's, there's just, we just have no business doing that right now. And so every time these unconscious desires and urges would pop up and they would present itself in, in various circumstances or situations, I would then tell my mind, pipe down, that's not happening. We are consciously trying to climb Mount Everest here. Don't you see this? Put this aside. And I would bury it back into my unconscious mind. And then I turned 42 years old and I remember telling my husband, um, we're going to do IVF and we're going to we're going to get the ball rolling here. And he said, what? <laughs> You've been telling me no for over 10 years of marriage. And now what? What is happening here? And so through a lot of therapy, a lot of coaching and a lot of NLP um, treatments, uh, which is neuro-linguistic programming treatments, I came to discover that what was holding me back from saying yes consciously to starting a family with my husband was the childhood abuse, the molestation, and things that happened to me in my youth had not been processed, had not treated that that side of my mind, of my physical body, my spiritual body. I had not fully embraced what happened to me, forgiven myself and my perpetrator for what happened to me, and all the things I needed to do to heal myself from 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 those circumstances. I hadn't done the work. I was doing the work 
at at the surface, on the surface, and I hadn't gone into the depths of my neurology and the depths of my soul where I needed to really, really heal from what happened to me. And it wasn't until then that I realized I would be a great mother and I would love to have a family with this gorgeous man of mine. How, how could we do this? How could we get started as soon as possible? And we did. You know, we had the means to start IVF right away. And then we found out some really interesting information about both our bodies. And we needed to make some decisions, some very, very important decisions about not pursuing IVF. And I remembered being so devastated because here I was healing from one trauma my childhood trauma, I needed to heal from (laughs) closing that chapter of not having biological children trauma. So there's that that I had, and I'm still working through. But what I I want you to take away from the story is that there were these unconscious urges and desires that kept popping up, that kept coming up for me. But I kept telling myself, no, 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 there are better things to do right now. And I'm on track and I've got goals, and I'm extremely ambitious, and we don't have time for all this other stuff. But what really was happening was I didn't want to make time for the healing. My mind was presenting myself opportunities to heal, to go get the help. But I kept stuffing them down into my my stilettos. I kept stuffing them down to my shoes, like, no, 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 stay down, stay down. I've gotten through life this far, successfully, ambitiously, I, I, there's just, I cannot deal with this, cannot deal with trauma right now. And so it's so interesting how the mind will present to you what you've been avoiding to heal. And that's what I'm talking about, the unconscious declaration. What I eventually did was I declared to myself, to God, to my husband, that I wanted to have children and I was deserving of having children and that I'd be a, an amazing mother and that I didn't fear motherhood anymore. I didn't fear that I would, I would, you know, be a terrible mom, which is one of the crazy stories that my brain presented to, to me many, many times. But that was the unconscious declaration that then became conscious to me and I declared it and I, I brought it to conscious awareness and then I took action. I got the healing that I needed. I'm still healing from it, of course. I don't think I'll, I'll ever resolve that, but I've, I've come so far, so far to the point where I took action with my husband to start IVF. So these were leaps and bounds that I made through the therapy, through the coaching, through NLP. But I declared it. It became my conscious declaration. I am deserving and we're going to take action from this space. We're going to take action from this, this feeling of worthiness. But I had to do a lot of work. And that's what I want for you to pay attention to. What are the messages? What are the desires, the urges that are popping up that you have been putting aside or that you've been stuffing into your own shoes? What are those desires that you have neglected? Again, because maybe you're raising a family. Maybe you are focused on taking care of your aging parents and your children in the home. Maybe you are the breadwinner. Maybe you are, you know, working on, 
your career and an education at this point. And maybe you're too busy. Maybe you're saying everybody else needs me right now. I have to put my needs and desires to the side. There's just no room for that right now, Denise. I cannot do that. Pay attention to what your mind is presenting you with and what you have been denying yourself of. This is the wake-up call. This is the awareness that you and I are doing together. And, And this is what I want for you to do first, is to check on what you have been suppressing. What have you been denying yourself of? Write that down. Is it you going back and getting a master's degree? Is it you hiring a nutritionist or a health coach to help you on your journey? Is it you not, you know, calling up a therapist and putting yourself into a treatment program? Is it you putting your husband's needs first, maybe his educational pursuits first before your own, right? Or is it the kids because, you know, you're, you're, you're ending your day at work and you're rushing to take them to their clubs or to sports or to whatever, and your excuse is they come first. Write down what is coming up for you as I share these circumstances. Do any of these circumstances resonate with you? Write them down. And then write down what you have been avoiding. Are you avoiding feeling deflated, defeated, unworthy? Are you avoiding feeling pain or suffering? What do you think you're going to feel if you even entertain the idea? Regret, maybe? Resentment, maybe? Right? You know, it's so interesting. Every time my sisters would talk about the children in front of me, their children, and every time I would talk to a family member about their kids, you know, they would exclude me from conversations. They would, you know, brush it off or they would look at me and I'd, I'd be there dazed and confused like, well, I have nothing to contribute, but it's so nice to hear about my niece. <laughs> and they would just stop the conversation and they would put lightly, you know, talk about something else. And I remembered creating the story of, wow, I am, I just, I resent them so much for doing that to me. And I would then suppress that and put it back, back into the darkness. I would just put it back to, on that shelf <laughs> with the lights off and the dust and the cobwebs collecting that that feeling of resentment. It's like, nope, we're going to put it there because I do not want to feel that again. So what are you avoiding? What feelings are you avoiding feeling? If you think about this desire or urge or want that you've been wanting to accomplish or achieve. So pull these feelings up because those feelings are attached to a thought that you're having. So bring that to conscious awareness and write these down. Write down those feelings, write down your thoughts, write down what is coming up for you as we're, we're talking here today. This is the work we get to do together, my friend. We're bringing this to conscious awareness. Write everything down. And if you're more of a voice memo person, then get that app out and start speaking into it. So once you get all that out of your brain, right, do a mental dump, do a brain dump, do what you have to do to just get it out of your neurology, right? I want for you to now show your brain. Okay, this is what I wrote down. This, these are the feelings. These are the thoughts. These are the dreams that I've been denying myself of. 
This, these are the urges, these are the desires that have been popping in and out of my mind for the last few years. And it's time to resolve them. And you can tell your brain that. It is time to resolve these. I really want to get to the bottom of this because I don't want to spend the next year or the next month or the next minute thinking about what if. What if this was possible? What if I've been lying to myself? What if my brain has been presenting me with a bunch of lies? Because your brain, my friend, is a lying liar. Let me tell you why it's a lying liar. Because your brain is designed to seek pleasure. And it's also designed to avoid discomfort. Those two go hand in hand, don't they? Your brain doesn't want you to feel any pain doesn't want you to suffer. It will lie to you and tell you, you must protect yourself. You must stay in the cave. You must not dream too high. Don't you know you're never going to get that promotion? So why bother to ask? It wants to avoid pain. It doesn't want you to feel discomfort. So what does it do? It seeks pleasure. And how do we seek pleasure when we don't want to feel discomfort? (laughs) We avoid it. We numb it. We suppress it. Right? That's what our brain is designed to do. It's two sides of the coin. So, what are you going to do with your brain? You're going to discipline it. And that's where conscious effort and awareness is what we're doing here today. And by the way, the third thing that that brain likes to do is automate your life. That's where your habits come in, my friend. (laughs) So, if it's designed to avoid discomfort, And number two, seek pleasure. Number three, it's automating your life. Trust me, it's creating habits, some very, very negative emotional habits and physical habits, let me tell you. And this is why coaching and therapy are so important, so important. So here you are putting it all out on paper or in a voice memo. I want for you to just take some time because this is good work. And I'm not going to say it's delicate work, but it is it is work that's going to put you in a vulnerable state. But I promise you, my friend, the the outcome of this work will be so gratifying. It'll be so fulfilling because now you'll put things to rest or you're going to make a decision to move forward in taking action towards this goal. So you're going to declare what you want either way, but you're going to make a declaration you're going to make a decision from what you've presented your brain with and what you want to do moving forward. That's what we do around here. So let's say you want to start your doctoral program or maybe a master's degree and your brain has said, nope, now's not the time. The kids need all my attention. You know, it's just the last two years have been so, so painful suffering through this epidemic and and trying to get these kids back on track. You know, my needs should not be at the forefront. Theirs is, and I'm going to wait for my my program maybe another year or so until things calm down. So you write all that out. And then you ask yourself those questions. Is this really true? Is this true? Is it true that they are the priority right now? What exactly or how exactly am I going to prioritize them? I've already prioritized them. They're being fed. 
They have a warm bed to sleep in. They are going to school, getting the best education they can. So how would I not, how am I not prioritizing them right now? No, I've been prioritizing them actually. They've been number one on my priority list since the day they were born, even before that. Hmm. So maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true that if I were to start this educational pursuit, go apply for this program, that I would not be neglecting them, that they would still be a priority. Hmm. Maybe that is true. Maybe we can make that true. Maybe I can believe that that is true. Maybe I can believe that I can make that happen. Interesting, right? So you start having these conversations with yourself. You start questioning your brain, start questioning your beliefs about what you can or cannot do, what you deserve or do not deserve. Start questioning everything, challenge everything and write that down. I want for you to also think about this. What if I did pursue my educational goal? What if I did go and apply for that program? What could be the best case scenario here? Well, the best case scenario could be, ooh, my partner steps in because he knows how it's important that I attain this degree. He knows that we're going to get a pay increase for sure. He knows that it's going to set me on a trajectory for a C-suite level. He knows that this degree is going to really do so much for our family. Maybe we can finally take that trip to Disneyland or Disney World. Wow. Wow. The best case scenario is that I finish this program in 12, 14 months instead of 24 months. What if that is true? What if that's the best case scenario? Well, maybe I can make that happen. Well, let me talk to him first. And you see how once you start having these discussions with yourself, you'll then realize the action steps you can take. So conversations start happening. And what if after you speak to your spouse or your partner and he says, gosh, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to wait actually to start my program. I want you to go first because I I know you have a better chance to get these promotions. And I believe in you. And what if after having that conversation with him or her, you say, you know what? I think this could, I think we could make this happen. I think this is, this could be true. Well, you know what? Let me go speak to my HR department. Let me go see what, what employee educational reimbursement there is. Tuition reimbursement is, is available to us, although I've never asked about it. So let me ask my HR director or the HR person tomorrow. Let me just ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. And then what do you do? You take action again you have a conversation with the HR people. And then that conversation may lead to another decision. You see how this is a conscious awareness. We are declaring this consciously. We are bringing those desires, those urges, those needs, those, those, those dreams, those, those goals that you've put. You've put in the dark. You've kept it in the dark. But now it's conscious to you and you're making small actions. You're taking small actions towards coming to a final decision. This is how we get to declare what we want, consciously, fully aware with our prefrontal cortex. We're not relying on our silly, silly mind that (laughs) takes us all over the place and lies to us 
every every chance it gets. This is what I'm talking about, my friend. You're turning your unconscious declaration into a fully-fledged, conscious, fully aware, fully embodied declaration. This is what I want for you. So practice these things. Start talking to yourself. Start bringing conscious awareness to these thoughts that go unnoticed and go unchallenged. Start writing this all out. Let your brain see it for itself. Let it see that you are, you're, you're nudging it. You're wanting to uncover some things. You're wanting to discipline it. Start asking questions about whether this is true or not. Ask yourself your best case scenario here. What if this actually works out? What could possibly happen? The best, the best case scenario is what's going to happen. And then you start having conversations with those key players in your life. And you start taking action from those conversations, right? And then you ultimately make a decision. You either close that chapter in your life or you move forward with it. This is the conscious declaration that we're doing together today. So my friend, I hope that my story helped you today. My story of a a ton of personal sacrifice and a whole lot of awareness, conscious awareness that I I had to do and a lot of healing that had to be done. But these were the decisions, all all because of actions that I, I took towards closing a chapter or opening a chapter in my life. And so I ask that you get help if you need help with us. Do not deny yourself that opportunity. Get the support you deserve. <laughs> and that's what we do in coaching. You know, an extraordinary coach puts the mirror up against your brain and calls you out on all your BS. Not just yours, but your brain's BS, right? That's what we get to do. We get to help you identify those beliefs, those systems that are running at the unconscious level that are impeding your growth and expansion. And then we help bring new beliefs into light, new beliefs that we work towards solidifying in our neurology so that you can create any result that you want in your life. That's coaching in a nutshell. That's what we get to do. So make sure you get the help you deserve. All right, my friend, I hope you found today's episode helpful. Please let me know how I can serve you. You know where to find me over on IG at Dr. Denise Simpson. All right, my friend, wishing you all of my best. And we'll talk next week. Take good care. Hey, before you go, I have a special gift to share with you. It is my exclusive guide on the 15 values of a masterful leader. That's right. These values are what drive every decision you make. They motivate every action you take as a leader. So don't leave this to chance. You got to know what 15 values masterful leaders use to develop their influence, inspire their followers and impact their organizations. So head over to my show notes, grab this exclusive guide ASAP. It'll be delivered in your email box as soon as possible. I'll see you inside.